Hey there, this is Carrie Schaefer, also known as author Carrie Ann King, and you are listening to Tell Me Your Secrets, where I get to take you off the page with the people who make the books we all love to read. Tell Me Your Secrets is produced from live stream video and is owned and copyrighted by Authors on the Air, Global Radio Broadcasting Network. Hey everybody, Carrie Ann King here today with another edition of Tell Me Your Secrets brought to you by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network with all of the awesome shows that they have available. I am just so happy to see this lovely garden behind me today. So I my thanks to Barbara for writing a book with a garden in it, which just lit me up actually when I first encountered Barbara's awesome book. And I began reading and I discovered there's this kind of forgotten garden and it made me think about when I was a kid and I read The Secret Garden. And there was another book that I read like that as a child, I can't remember the name of. And I love that idea of a garden being the setting for a story. Plus, which, you know, we have wonderful characters and beautiful growth arcs and Barbara is a friend and a really interesting, wonderful, fun person. So I am super excited to welcome Barbara Jocelyn to the show today. And I'm just gonna bring her right on here right now. Hi, Barbara. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. I'm, I'm really excited and I'm just loving your background, Carrie. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's, it's like more, more so, especially since I was telling Barbara before we came on, I'm living in the middle of drought where I am. So everything's like all super dry. And yeah, so I love the, you know, sitting here with the garden thing, which is just fun and lovely. Oh, we have uh, Diana's here to join us. And she said, hi, I'm reading the Lily Garden now. Awesome. Oh, You're hey, going to you're going to love it. I know. So a little bit more about Barbara. She is a writer, as obviously, because she's here. And this is number book number four for you in total, correct? Yes, that's right. Number four. Yeah. So it's number three in Lake Summers. Right. Exactly. But there was another book before that that's a little bit different, but still wonderful. And then in addition to that, I know that you have done some other things. So I'm looking at your bio and I'm seeing that you have written articles and essays that have been in the New York Magazine, Parents Magazine, the New York Times, Westchester Magazine, Working Mother, The Next Avenue. Um, that's a lot of like really cool places to get your words. I really, for a long time, I was a, I was more of a nonfiction writer. I think I was, um, I, I had taken a fiction writing class in college and got very intimidated by the other students and decided I needed to do nonfiction for a while. Oh no. Um, and actually nonfiction writing was wonderful. And I, I started as a journalist and I moved into, um, essay writing and I, you know, I just, I mean, it's very similar. I just writing about my life and right. um, it was, uh, so I, I, I used to, I wrote pieces about my kids when they were little and my family and, you know, just, just kind of slice of life things. Right. And, um, which, which really helps you develop a great eye for details and learn to 
stick to deadlines and do word counts and all of those things. But I am going to take you back. So they're writing class. So it, it was intimidating. Was it, was it, you know, because here's the thing, like we all, I think all of us, as we're coming up as writers, we dream of this perfect writing class that we're going to get to sit down and have these wonderful conversations that are inspiring and creative and have this marvelous professor and right. um, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. So is that what happened for you? Yeah, you know, I think that I was in a class of people who weren't interested in writing the kinds of stories I like uh, to write. That makes and, a difference. Um, I think that I was intimidated because I think that um, my preference, you know, I like love stories and I like family stories. Uh, and, um, and were they all very serious? Very, yeah, much more and wonderful in their own way. Oh, but yeah. I, wasn't in my in my in my space <laughs> so I, I got serious writer's block for a while I, yeah um, yeah I can relate to that my my one all my life I wanted to do a writing class and I finally went back to school and I signed up for creative writing and the professor that I had wanted it was Michael Ondaatje by the way that I thought oh, I was going to get yeah. to study with he was writing the English patient at the time so he was on sabbatical oh. so I got a teacher who didn't really like me and who I didn't like and when I finally got my grade it was like something like I've given you an A even though I didn't really want to <laughs> Yeah. Like that. Uh, right these formative moments that uh I know, right? right uh i know it was hard i think i didn't i i just um i kind of had serious writer's block which is funny because as a journalist you, there's no you can't have you can't, theater, you deadline can't have writer's block as a journalist, no. but in in college you kind of can and i was so intimidated that it really took me and it was a very loosey-goosey kind of thing like you were just supposed to write and submit and write and submit and i just um i just couldn't bring myself to submit until like i got to a point where i was like i, I better submit something or i'm not you know i can't just not do anything and so you know it just i just couldn't wait to be out of that class and um you know go find wherever i felt like more that i could really um you know, be more confident. And right. It turned out to be the um, the nonfiction classes. And, and I'm so glad that you persisted and found your way to writing novels again. Also, another thing that Barbara does, people, is that she teaches writing. And I'm going to guess that as a writing teacher, you are very warm and accommodating and helpful and make up for that bad experience that you've had. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I think I think that's that I do. <laughs> I think I just know what that was like. Um, but I really, um, you know, I've really developed my, you know, I really love stories, and um, I I love seeing stories um, form. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like I like babies, <laughs> I like puppies, and I like you know outlines. I mean, I like things that are on the brink of becoming, and I like, I like, I like to watch documentaries about famous people before they became famous. I think I just really like thinking about how things begin. And so I love teaching because I love seeing, you know, the very first steps of a story that is going to become wonderful and right. really exciting to me. And so, uh, you know, that's really fun. And a couple of people have really ended up turning out just wonderful stories and articles and 
novels and it's you know I just love to be like I knew I knew her when and I knew that piece when it was just an idea um I really enjoy that so yeah and what a wonderful thing for your students to to have access to that kind of enthusiasm and encouragement and um helping things grow which is going to lead us to gardening in a minute because, right. <laughs> because right. you also you like to grow things but we have to talk about the book before we forget because you know we get all carried away and down my little right. rabbit hole as I do. I forgot we were moving around before we started, you guys, because Barbara had weird flight in her house for yeah. you know some reason. So did you happen to bring a copy of the book? I did, you I did. Ended up? <laughs> this is here it is. The lily so garden. the cover. There we go. There. The lily garden. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are just listening, this is a beautiful cover, which you should look up. And um I also forgot to ask if you would be willing to like read the first page for us. Oh, I would love to. I, I would All love right. To. There's a, is a, there's actually a spot I like to okay. read. It's not quite the first page. I will allow you to pick your own spot. And not only was I not only did I bring the covers, but somehow miraculously I brought my glasses too. Oh, so. very good. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be in trouble. But um, yeah, this is in the beginning of the um, of the book, and it's it's kind of a nice reflection. I, I can kind of just give a little bit of a, um, you know, context, which is yeah. that. Um, Caroline, my heroine, had left um, the place where she grew up when she was young because her parents had died. And there were things that she ended up with an aunt who she never knew before, who never knew her before, or that she even existed. And that's where she ended up really growing up. And now she's coming back because she's heard that um, the, the garden her mother had created that she helped, would help garden um, is about to be destroyed. And so the idea, she hasn't really thought about it for so long, but now the idea of going back is is making her remember all kinds of memories um, that she hasn't thought about before. She's in an office, she works for her family business, she has colleagues, she's efficient, but um, this whole other piece of her has been kind of tamped down. So um, she's just learned that the garden's about to be destroyed. So I'm just going to- What a great it. reason to bring somebody home. Like usually we do, you know, the parent is dying, the job is lost, the life is all falling apart. So we must go home. And these are right. things I've used. So I, I can talk about them like that. But you use this call of a garden being like, to me, that's like, oh my God, they're going to tear up my garden. Of course I'm going home. That would be an instant. So sorry yeah, about and that. And the You're garden right. that her mother gave to the, because it it was her, the garden her mother gave to the town, to the town her, right. her adopted home. Right. Um, so, in, like, in late summer. So, all right, let's have you read. Okay. So let's here it is. The, um, the, her mother's name was Lily Howard. So that's so she's thinking about because she's just seen the, the article refer to the, her mother. Lily Howard, even after all these years, it was strange to see her mother's name in print. Ghostly, like a phrase from a storybook she'd forgotten long ago, or a sound she'd heard when she was fast asleep, so she didn't even know if it was real or not. She'd been only in second grade when her mother died, but she never forgot all the long afternoons they'd spent together in the garden. The recollections weren't so much stories as flashes, images, her mother in those old denim overalls and dirty kid sneakers, her brown ponytail shiny like a fancy ribbon on a birthday present. Her smile, the way her two front teeth would rest slightly on her bottom lip, making her look a little mischievous, especially when it would rain and she'd pretend it wasn't so she could continue gardening. What rain? It's a sunny day, my sweet Caroline. 
She remembered the dirt squiggles and smears that always appeared on her mother's forehead and chin. And she remembered the afternoon it started to rain as her dad showed up and he picked her up her mom and spun her around. She'd watched her mom throw her head back and laugh as her dad held her and twirled her around and around under the early fall rain shower. Caroline came a voice from the doorway and she jumped, sending a geyser of coffee upward from her mug. She spotted Will in the doorway just as she felt a splash. And when she looked down, a grayish brown splotch was smack on the front of her pale blue sheath dress. Oh no, she said cupping the bottom of the mug with her free hand to prevent any additional drops from landing on her. Oh, shoot. Let me help, Will said, striding into her office, his legs so long that he covered the distance to her desk in two steps. He reached over her desk and took the cup. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Oh, boy, she said as she spot took on a yellowish-green tint. No, it wasn't your fault. It's mine. I'm such a klutz. This is why I never wear light colors. I only did today because of the lunch. It was a special event, the luncheon, recognizing her aunt as the longest serving female CEO in the industry. The whole management team was going. Will snapped a few tissues out of the box on the desk and handed her one. He used the others to wipe down her cup. She patted her dress with the tissue. It's not that big, right? He tilted his head apologetically. It's kind of big. Maybe if I go to the ladies' room and put some water on it. What? No, he said, that's linen, isn't it? You have to check the label. If it's dry clean only, that might make it worse. She sighed. The irony wasn't lost on her, that she was the one who'd been born into a textiles family while he had only joined it a year ago, and yet she didn't even know what fabric her dress was made of. And I'll stop it. <laughs> that's just, that's beautiful writing. I love the detailed description of, of her mother and the memory and um, then the sudden transition back to the not so awesome reality. Right. I never buy anything white because we'll have coffee or chocolate <laughs> on it before the day is over. That's inevitable. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, whatever it is, it's going to end on my up on my white dress or my white shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> so let us, this is a transition to gardens, because I know your Lake Summers books all have a flower theme, and the next one that you're writing is about a plant, and so I have to ask, are you a gardener? Do you garden? You know, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> but I love gardens, and I find... Um, I spent a lot of time at the New York Botanical Garden, which is a beautiful garden here in um, in the Bronx in New York. And um, every season is different. And, you know, the, the, um, the lilacs and then the roses and even in the winter. So I, I enjoy it. And they and they and they kind of, you know, I'm kind of moved by the memories of gardens, but I'm, I'm not a gardener myself. And actually, I have a very good friend who advises me, <laughs> who's my consultant. And when I was, you know, I was just writing and I was really imagining this garden and it was so much fun in the gardening. And I would show her pieces and she would kind of be like, you know, no, they don't grow from seeds. They grow from bulbs and you don't plant that in the spring. You plant it in the fall. <laughs> it's like, yipes. <laughs> well, thank goodness for people who are willing to offer up advice, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I love to see things grow. I just, um, I, 
I kill things. It, it's like we always make little jokes about our house. When we buy plants and we bring them home, I'll say, it's okay. I'm not going to be the one taking care of you. And the Viking will say, get away from those plants. I will save you. I will. Yeah. Cause it's oh, that's so funny. That's really I'm funny. <laughs> I'm not really I'm not bad. Plants either. I, I've tried, but nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Um, Diana would like to know if you have a potted plant. I, I have a few. Um, I do. Um, I don't even know what they are. I just know that I find them pretty, but I, I am. And I have, I actually have a, a potted plant in, in, um, in our living room. That's as old as we've been here, so, you know, wow. what, which is like over 20 years. And somehow it's, we've just stuck together, <laughs> you know, we, I, you know, it just hangs on and I just, you know, do what I can and it's committed to this house and, I'm committed to it. and it's, it's, it's just, it's got, it's very hearty. <laughs> That's for I sure. love that. That's really wonderful. It's committed to the house. It's like your guardian plant. It is right. It, yeah. Yeah. We also have, we get a lot of sun um, on my deck and I always try to put like hanging plants, like gorgeous. And they always look, and I and finally have decided it's not my fault. It's the sun because it, it, you know, because I hang them up and within a week they're all, and it doesn't matter how much rain we've had because just mm -hmm. the sun angle, even for a few hours. So those, I always like keep my fingers crossed. And if I could just get through like, like right now, like end of July, I'll consider the, the season <laughs> a success. I got them to hang in there, those flowers. That's it's so funny because, and this is kind of a secret, so you're almost off the hook because I had envisioned you as being, you know, like master oh, gardener, Barbara. That's hysterical. <laughs> I am, yeah, no, I can't even pretend. <laughs> so we, I do have another secret for you with Barbara, and I found this really fun because she's a romance writer, although not really that kind of romance. But Barbara, tell us about your former profession before you began, you know, writing things. You know, it is really, it, there is a, there is a, um, a connection, isn't there? But I there was, is, a, sure is. I was a journalist for a long time and my beat, you know, I was a business magazine and it was about retailing and my beat was the mattress industry. So I, um, I, I, would, you have to say what you told me backstage. I am I, I know everything there is to know about mattresses. I'm the world's biggest mattress expert. There you go. Everything about a mattress. I lived and breathed mattresses. I went to mattress factories. I went to quilting factories. I saw the fabrics. I saw I saw how fabrics how it all comes together. I um I I I would interview you know every Sealy, Serta, Simmons, all of them. And um, why do they all start with S's? You know, I, it's just a coincidence. I know it doesn't, I know, but but what's not a coincidence is when they end with pedic, right? Like sort of pedic, or because that really is, you know, has to do with the, you know, the the the, the trying to make it healthy, and uh, you know, that's a yes. that's a that's a, a a portion of a word that, you know, is supposed to mean something. But yeah, right. I mean, that's all just um um coincidence. Simmons, Serta, Steely, there. <laughs> Um, but I visited them all and the thing that, and I was real, and I loved it. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but the thing that got me to decide that I had to get out of that business was one night when I dreamed all night long that I built a mattress and I start, the dream was 
eight hours long and I started with the wood and I was hammering and the springs and the padding and it was heavy and I was carrying things. And when I woke up that morning, my arms were tired. Oh, no. I felt like I had really spent the whole last eight hours building a mattress. And that's when I decided that I probably needed to take a step away because I was just too involved with that, with that business. And, um, but I remember that I remember being exhausted when I woke up. I must have been like, you know, doing it in my sleep. But um, in the summers when I was a teenager, I used to pile lumber. This is the kind of girl that, yeah. So um, the first week, and here's, this is connected to your mattress story. The first week, every summer, I would try and sleep and all that would happen was there would be lumber going by. And I, you know, so I finally learned if I burned down the mill, <laughs> so exactly. And it would stop. That's hysterical. Oh and my! God. I'm sure this led to some of my twisted sort of. Right. Um, right. Well, the you know the thing also with I rem I would go to trade shows with um with mattress you know mattress trade shows and then there were there were you know back then there were waterbed shows and crazy oh my gosh so and, you know they would you would you know they would want you as a reporter to really um get into the bed and kind of feel it and, 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 you know, and make comparisons and stuff. And I, you know, of course, in the very beginning, I was um, very nervous, like who just jumps around into beds. And usually there was a male um, salesperson, sometimes a female, there were a lot of males somehow who would like be there saying, see how it feels. <laughs> Creepy. Oh, really weird. But you know, it was weird for maybe a week. And then I'm telling you, I got so used to it. I would go from bed to bed. I would throw my shoes off, climb into the bed, curl up in my favorite position. I had no, I was not embarrassed at all. And I just got so used to it. So maybe, you know, there is a comfort level. With you, you are, I have to say, you are missing an opportunity or I may steal it from you because this is the sort of weird twisted thing that I like to write where I would want to take a main, a, a main character and make her be that person and then have their, yeah, bring in the romance component, you know, like, yeah, yeah like... <laughs> I mean, it's really she's you know, the bed expert, and whenever she sleeps with somebody, it's what she checks out. Is like, what kind of mattress is this? And you know, I don't know. Isn't that yeah, right? Isn't that that's true, right? It's a it's kind of a weird. Uh, but we all have had weird, you know, weird oh. weird jobs, summer jobs. But yeah, that was really a. Um, oh, that's fun! I like it. It that's was cool. you know, and it was like you know, I could tell like, oh, this must have, you know, 254 springs and they're, <laughs> they're wrapped, they're, you know, pocketed coils or, you know, I don't know. I knew it all. <laughs> Seriously, this is really fun. I like this. Okay, so here's another secret and you cannot answer this if you choose not to. So Donna would like to know, can you tell me the brand of mattress oh, that you have? I'm happy to tell you that. That's so funny. Although I don't really, you know, from, I, I, um, Okay. Yes, I am a Tempur-Pedic girl. I, I was. I. I really did do like the feel of it. But that's kind of there. You know, we would and we would try to figure out how many. Um, you know what the. Um, what the. You know, you would try like latex is bouncy and 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 memory foam is like quicksand and springs are like. More boy. I don't know. There's there is a difference between the different ones and. You know, 
I don't know, or you could, so anyway, so that, that sinking quicksand feel is what you get from a memory foam mattress. And um, I just, for me, that's, I- That's I, what we went for at our house lately is the sinking quicksand feeling, um, kind of. Um, and, oh, oh, here's a fun one. Do you ever go in a friend's house and lay on their bed? Diana wants to know. <laughs> so funny. I, I don't really, I don't do that, but I will tell you that, that you know, I had a boss and, and, and I was the reporter. He, he had other things, but he, but we always, and he used to have my job and, and we always used to talk about how, when we would go into hotels, like we were the only, we would, we would lift up the, the sheets and we would tear everything off to see what brand it was. Cause it was really interesting to know what, and sometimes they would hide the brand, you know, they uh -huh. would it like the, 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 the hotel brand or whatever. So we would really like be turning the mat. And I used to do that all the time. I would go to a hotel room. The first thing would rip off the sheets, rip off the blankets, rip off the comforter, comforter and try to figure out and try so I could see, you know, what brand of mattress this, um, this brand, this hotel was carrying. And it was just like an obsession, you know. This I, is I just so fun. That. And if, if you've joined us late, I do need you to know that um, we're speaking with Barbara Josselson about the Lily Garden and the books that she writes has nothing to do with mattresses, except for that while there's a little bit of romance, but it's kind of a little off the screen-ish for the most part. So mm -hmm. we're not getting into beds just so you know. Let's talk about Lake Summers a little bit real quick, um, because I love the small town. I love books where an author creates a town like that and then continues to bring us back. So how was that for you? How did you come up with creating a whole little place and microcosm of the world like that? Um, you know, my, Lake Summers is kind of an amalgam of, um, of other, of, of vacation places that I've gone to. Um, we didn't have a summer house. We would just, you know, when I was growing up or even when I was, you know, when I had kids and a family of my own, we would go to different places. But, um, but the place that is, that, that, that stuck with me is Kennebunkport, Maine, which we just kind of happened upon. And we, um, we had a, you know, we would rent a house there that we came back to year after year. And um, I, it started, I guess, I guess like summer sort of came about with my, with my first book, book in the series, The Lilac House, which I happen to have here too, The Lilac House. Oh, lovely. And um, that, that book is, you know, it's really about well, well, the main character is a mother who's recently lost her husband, and he was a very popular state senator, and they had a good, good, strong marriage. And now she has two children, one who's, I guess, her son's 13 and her, her daughter's 10. So young kids who she's trying to help through their grief while really not completely um, over her own grief at the loss. And they come to say, so I found that... Um, that that most of my best memories of um, of of Kenny Buck were when my kids were just about that age. I mean, I have I have a third one, so so you know she's kind of got mushed in with the other with the two characters in the book. But but just that feeling of being somewhere really wonderful, and the weather's good, and the beach is beautiful, and 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 you're kind of watching your children becoming who they're going to be. One is. 10 so she's on the verge of pre-adolescence the other one's just on the verge of 
you know, true teenagehood and, and, and just kind of, and I used to always feel that for me, summer was when my kids grew, you know, they grew physically. Like I could actually see it, you know, it just the fresh air and the <laughs> good food or whatever, the exercise. And they kind of became new people between the end of June and the beginning of September. And so that was also close to me in my, I mean, I know you have a son. I don't know if you have, this, have the same, maybe that's just a very unique experience, but I, I really felt summer was so formative every year. And, um, and so, you know, that was just so close to me and I just felt so close to this, you know, and so, and so all the memories of, of those summers um, kept coming back to me and it really felt so, at, I was so at home when I was in that place and, um, and I just loved it. And as I, you know, started working with my editor who, you know, you know, you, you kind of, I, I didn't know how far to go with the town and she was just, Go all, you know, show us all in. We want to meet the people. We want to, and I was like, great, you know? So I just, you know, I can visually see it. And, you know, I kind of just found people who from different, you know, who I wanted to put in there. And um, I really, really, I just love, and during the pandemic, I just love being back in that town, you know, just, just going there and, and just being part of a summer community. It's, um, so it's just, and, and each, and I think each, um, with each book, I've tried to keep some, I mean, all the books are standalone books. I guess I should say that the books are all standalone books and the main characters and their stories are all separate. So you don't have to read one to read the other, but a lot of the secondary characters kind of come back. Yeah. And I usually like to introduce one new secondary character or develop a, you know, the, develop a secondary char character from an earlier book a little bit further in the new book. So I, I am, um, it really feels like home to me. And I, and I hope, and I think, and I've heard that, um, that, it, that it feels a little bit like that to readers too. Yeah. 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 And that, and that's such a lovely thing. And they're just, they're, they're such beautiful, thoughtful books and there's romance and there's a lovely, um, in the Lily Garden, there's also a, a mother daughter relationship that needs some attention on several levels, actually. So it, it's right. part women's fiction, it's part romance, it's just, it's a beautiful read. So um, what's next is a quick question. We're running out of time, but we do want to talk about that because I know you have another one in the works. So what's it called? No, I don't, I don't have a title yet. I don't have a title yet. You know, I, I thought not, you did. I'm sorry. Not to be, <laughs> it's not quite ready yet. Okay. Um, not quite definite but um but I, I you know but it is a winter book it's it's releasing in december and it's set in um christmas time which is very different from the other books which are kind of um summery summer yeah. summer spring or summer fall kind of books right and what i'm really enjoying about writing this book is like you said the the lily garden is a, has a mother daughter you know relationship and 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 the next one has a um father daughter Oh, that's bullshit. And um, a, a, a woman, again, I've got a woman who's got a young son and um, and she's kind of trying to work through some of her own issues with her father mm -hmm. that they had never resolved, but that things are happening now. Um, oh, I can tell you it's, um, they, own a, they own a small inn 
in Lake Summers. Oh, well, that'll it's a just family business. So that gives us something to look forward to also going forward. So um, and one more question, and this is important, is where can people find you? So we need to talk about that. If you are listening and you can't see what we've written, um, Barbara's name is spelled Barbara, B-A-R-B-A-R-A, -A -A, and Jocelyn is J-O-S-S-E-L-S-O-H-N. Yes. So if you're trying to find her website, then it becomes a little tricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to try and get the spelling right. So the easiest thing is probably to find you on Facebook or Instagram to yes. start. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm really active on Instagram. I'm active on Facebook. Um, that's, that's, you know, that's really where I spend a lot of time right. um, and I would love, and I just love to hear from people and, um, talk to readers. It's, it's, it's just really wonderful. So just, you know, reach out anybody can reach out or, or if you go on my website, reach me that way. Um, right. And the website is Barbara Solomon, Solomon Johnson. Yeah. So it's a more confusing. Yeah, no, it's okay. It makes it easy, actually, because you're then not confused with any other Barbara Jocelyn. <laughs> I don't think there's many of those. No, probably not. So again, the website is just www.barbarasolomon, Jocelyn, J-O-S-S-E-L-S-O-H-N. So you do a search, Google will help you out. Yeah. I think even if you put the H in different places, it'll still it'll, it'll come up. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> even if you forget it, it it'll still come up for you. Um, so, oh, Diana says one last comment: it can get hot in a Christmas book if you write it right. LOL. Yeah, there is. A, it does get a little hot. <laughs> so, you know, me, there's lots of mattresses in that. In that, <laughs> in that I love them. I'm sorry about the mattress thing. It's just it tweaked my it tweaked my funny bone. It's it's, it's you know I love stuff right. like that. How fun! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was just great. Thank you so much for being here oh, and for writing lovely books for us all to read. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. I will be back, I believe, next week. You know, I always forget to look and see who my guest is so that I can tell you to look out. But, you know, we'll be here same time. Um, come and join us. And um, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to tell them, Barbara? Anything else that you would like to say that we have not? Um, I just that I, I have known Carrie, gotten to know her, go know her a little bit more these last few months, and I adore her and I adore her writing. So Oh, thank you. Um and you've got you've got you've got a book coming out and another book in the works and a book that just came out. Oh, <laughs> well, it's Carrie Ann King. Um Other People's Things is coming out September twenty one and I'm gonna be talking about that a little more probably coming up because well, you know authors when their book baby is coming out so and i'm writing one yes in a small town so thank you for helping me figure things out about that so um <laughs> thank you again barbara you're just lovely thank you for being here join us again next week take care bye thank bye. you